IRL Radio is sponsored by Lyft, a great new alternative to traditional buses and taxis. Sign up with promo code IRL to get $5 off your first 10 rides or get a $250 bonus when you sign up to drive. Join the ride-sharing movement today. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. But, dude, it's like... I need a fucking computer to do my job. And if I don't have a computer, I'm fucked. Yeah. And I... Did you I, make a deal on it, at least? It's no. like 700 bucks. What you got packing in it? But it was like a solid state. Okay. And it's a touchscreen and... So same thing you had before? Almost. Almost. A little bit cheaper. Because, like, yeah. It doesn't but, do the spinny thing? What? It doesn't do the... Oh, you mean that? Oh. Yeah. Which still makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is yeah. pretty cringy, actually. <laughs> right. It's funny, though, because the one thing I don't like about my MacBook... I just switched to Mac, like, a month ago, oh, finally. I, I just switched back. Yeah, no, it's funny, because, like, my Mac costs four times as much as the previous laptop I had, which was Windows, and it yeah. has equal processing power. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> it's, it's... See, I found the differences is the hardware that's in them, right? So when you buy... You can buy a laptop that is a Windows machine that is still probably cheaper or comparable to a Mac. It just depends on if you know what you're looking in the hardware. All a Mac is now is an Intel PC. If you go look under any, uh, any anything that's proprietary, so like problem with Dell, HP, and these companies, is a lot of times they'll put, st I'm still trying to cool off, I don't wanna, okay. I don't wanna. The like, mic can't hear you over there. Yeah. It's fucking hot in here, it's hot out there. Just like, um, suck it up. No, I was just gonna say though, the, the difference is, is that a lot of times you have to be careful when you pick your hardware because Dell will just, or HP or any, most Windows companies, what they do is they save a buck. They'll put an Intel processor in there and then the motherboard won't necessarily be Intel slash the RAMs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which is why people pay for Macs because when you buy a Mac, Apple's like, nah, fuck that, all Intel under the hood, which is why they run better. It's not necessarily operating system, it's because all the hardware is on point underneath there. And that's also why they live usually like guaranteed live like two, three years, right? Like nothing fails because the stuff under there is top-notch. Yeah, I'm not sure about the current status, but I know um, ThinkPads for a long time were all Intel, and that's why they were the most popular for, like, if you wanted to run Ubuntu. Correct. Um, because yeah. the drivers would work out of the box. Yep, you yep. could install Ubuntu on a ThinkPad, and it just runs flawlessly. And it's just fine, yeah. Which is what I did for a long time, and I was always like, man, why don't more people use this? This is insane. But then you realize that you don't have consistent experience across all, yep. all devices. Um, yeah. I also, I've never crashed and burned an operating system as many times as I did when I was running Ubuntu. Like, <laughs> I would just be like, I could, I know what I'm doing, I'm a pro, and then it'd be like, nope, you'd, like, I'd open up the terminal and then just fuck up the operating system. But at the same time, though, um, this was back 2008, I was running Ubuntu on a computer with no hard drive. People couldn't believe what I, I just yeah. I, I, a USB like, stick, the USB stick, and the cloud. I was like, yeah. "Fuck it! I guess I don't have a hard drive." Like I was still able to do most interneting, and you know, everything Grandpa, you what's a hard drive? Yeah, ex exactly. Grandpa, your laptop you has a CD you, you, drive. You're reworking. Uh, it was Skillset. Skillset, which, which is now yeah. Hopwith. Okay, we rebranded uh, a couple months ago. Um, it just kind of tested better, and uh, it removed some of the funny looks we got. Like, Skillset was a name, it's funny. I bought it at, like, 3 a.m. over three years ago. <laughs> okay. I was, like, I was recovering from a back injury. Five months <laughs> like that. Recovering from a back like injury. recovering from a back injury Seriously. at 3 in the morning, and you decide to buy this domain. I'm, like, I'm taking bong rips and looking through my notebook, because I'm, like, man, this back injury really threw me off. I need to start focusing on something that allows me to, like, work with my brain. And, like, I just need, I wanted a better target. 
Yeah. So I'm looking through my notebook of like ideas that I had had from the last past years. I was like studying business and startups and stuff. And um, education platform, peer-to-peer -peer education platform is what made the most sense to me. Right. Um, it, without, you know, absent any marketing or branding, whatever, that's what it is, peer-to-peer -peer education yeah. platform. Um, and uh, Skill Sesh was the name that I bought at 3 a.m. And it stuck with me for like three years and haunted me. I kept trying to change it, but people would argue against me changing it and be like, well, what about this scenario? You're, you've already branded it this far. <laughs> it wasn't even that. You've already got that so far. So far. It was just like, oh, well, it's grown on me because like there's, there's this aspect yeah. that it covers, you know what I mean? Like messaging wise. Because the idea of skill session is just a skill session, right? Meet up with someone, have a skill session. Right. It's real simple, but. Yeah, um, Kevin was your poster boy, huh? Say it again? Kevin was your poster boy. Oh, Kevin right? my poster yeah. boy. Yeah, dude, he's, uh, he's in the Handsome fellow that he is, yeah. Yeah, and he's got like a shit ton of skills, too. Yeah. It's great. I mean, he's painting, he's guitar. Himself. Now he's doing web stuff. Is he doing he's web stuff? He's taking over projects for me, actually, because this is what I was just talking about a minute ago, is I'm realizing I don't have time to like actually do side projects well anymore, and uh, yeah, so Kevin's been learning WordPress and front-end development and stuff, and uh, he's taking over some of the projects I was working on. So, oh, God. for our guests. I, I never want to touch a WordPress website again. Really? <laughs> So, like, I mean, for it's so great for what it is. We've got John Connor here. John Connor. Uh, uh, so I want to ask you what you're doing to prevent the takeover of Skynet. Right, so that's <laughs> that. that actually, you just got to kind of the, the crux behind uh, help with, right, originally, is the <laughs> idea was given that AI is inevitable and the singularity is near and we're going to have machine overlords in the future, we need to become better at banding together <laughs> and utilizing the resources within our communities, right? Because that's the only well way played. That's the only way we can uh, engage in a decentralized way to combat our future robot overlords, the right? Yeah, well played. So it's a question of how, like, how we're conditioning the communities around us and engaging in our society, right? And Love this it. Is, this is my chance of survival, essentially. Are you fully <laughs> launched? Right now, like, are you, are you still open beta? Still open beta. Okay. Yeah, so this is what I was just explaining a, a couple minutes ago. Is right. The last couple months have been a weird shift because our CTO, we're all developers, right? Mm -hmm. But our CTO is doing the heavy lifting with the features. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a new feature, real feature that's being added, he's the one that's doing it. Um, he just came on full-time about two months ago. Uh, his name is Thomas Young. He's an amazing developer. He's been doing it since he was 13. But we had him part-time, uh, and he was working at Jive full-time, uh, Jive Downtown. It's really... Yeah. Really big Portland startup. Um, you know, he had good pay there. They had kombucha, ping pong. You know, not too much to complain they about. They had kombucha. <laughs> but at a certain point, it became you know we either need to like do this and literally get something out there or or not. Or someone else is going to beat us. And right. so he came on full time. Um, and we've been moving a lot faster. We have one employee now. Uh, he started about a month and a half ago. He was our intern. Mm -hmm. He was just killing it as an intern. Um, so we brought him on full time. And now we have another intern too. Do you have a launch date? Are you, are um, you not really? I mean, yeah, we're, we're aiming for like the next month, really, but it's honestly just a question of development time. Like, mm -hmm. you always set these goals in software development, and this is true, like not just of startups, but like even like advanced teams like IBM that have been working together for like twenty years. Like, you have for for product launches, you have dates that you you know would like to meet, and it's like mm -hmm. we want to have these features by this date. But it's like an inherent problem with complexity, especially with like modern web architecture, where a platform has been around for like three years, like Meteor JS, which is what we built it on. Or, you know, if we're talking about WordPress, for example, even, right? You said earlier you don't want to touch on the WordPress site. It's like you think, well, I've done this one time. It's going to be this simple, and we can just do it this way, and it's going to take three hours. But then you realize one tiny thing is different, and it's like, oh, they're using a slightly different plugin. So now there's all these libraries, and one of these libraries is broken, and now I have to go in there and fix this one specific thing at five hours. Right. right? So, like, one little problem uh, more than doubles the development time, and that's what we've realized, like, over and over and over again. Like, for example, this is a really 
uh, small thing, but also a big thing, is server-side rendering. So with the platform that we're building this on, Meteor.js, there's uh, nothing shows up to a search engine, right? So you go to share it on Facebook, you don't get an image, it just says like, help with, this page is loading. Right. Yeah, that's the only thing that gets shared. So this is something that's inherent in Meteor right now. Mm -hmm. There's advantages to media, social but this media is what optimization. Yeah, social media and also just uh, the Google bots, right? So Google, we have over uh, 1,300 profiles. That should be really great SEO for us. Uh, Google doesn't see any of them. Uh, we changed oh, that no. this. We changed that yeah. this week. So now the page loads actually in under a second. I don't know if you saw that. That helps. Yes. But it loads yeah. crazy fast, like under like five times as fast as Facebook loads. And now. Uh, Google can see all of our profiles, and they're all cross-linked by the skill categories. Cool. There you so, go. Like, so if you look up guitar and Kivit, and theoretically it would bring up his profile at some point. In Google. Yeah. In Google. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still really early. Like I said, we did this like a week ago, and mm -hmm. you can see like cer certain search results if you like Google specifically enough. But our hope is that you know if you're in Portland and you you look up like help with learning guitar, you know. Kiva yeah, pops up first. You know, that's that's our, our listeners. Goal. You want to break down exactly what the goal is and what what this what it what it is because obviously you know they might not know. Yes, totally. Uh, we just jumped into the conversation. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that at the end of the day, what we're trying to build is a peer to peer education platform. And so, another way to interpret that is like the Airbnb of skills, right? Or the couch surfing of knowledge, right? Where you can tap into the knowledge of the people around you. So instead of having to pay, you know, 60 bucks for a guitar lesson or $100 for, you know, one-on-one -on -one session for computer programming, which is what developers charge these days, you can find someone in your area, you know, who they're in their spare time can help you learn the things that you want to learn. Whether it's just like for fun, like you want to learn an instrument in your spare time, or if it's something you need professionally, right? Like getting the proper workflow in Photoshop so that you can work more productively, right? And uh, usually a session like that will pay for itself very quickly. Uh, but that's our ultimate goal, to allow people to access the skills of others around them, uh, whether it's via trade, offering it for free, say, or monetizing free, their or skills. Is it, is it like, can I set my price as to what I, I want people to, to charge people to tutor my skill with? Or is that you guys that decide how much money I make? Yeah, we don't uh, make any decisions concerning that. Our goal is just to be a platform that connects okay. people, and you select your own rate for individual skill, right? And you can change it depending on the context, so obviously. If, if, if I'm a chemical engineer, and decide that I want to turn skill session on, I can charge 50 bucks an, uh, every half an hour, an hour for my tutoring lessons? Yep, totally. And uh -huh. no certification is needed? How do you verify that the, that the person that says they're a pro is a pro? So there's a couple different ways. Uh, one, like I'm not a chemical engineer. Right, yeah, no, I didn't think so. That'd be really interesting though. We, we'd have some fun conversations. I'm a uh, big fan of biology. But, uh, so we have a couple different ways. One is peer-to-peer -peer verification. So you can, uh, endorse someone, right? Mm -hmm. Endorse that they're an actual person. You type in a little message saying, I know blah, 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 blah. And once you do that, you can endorse their individual skills. Like right? LinkedIn. Yeah, very similar to LinkedIn, except our goal is to raise the barrier to that just a little bit so mm -hmm. that you know it's, it's right. legit, right? Because LinkedIn, right. the problem is you can connect with anybody and then you can just endorse their skills, yeah, right? Yeah, circle jerk. And right. you know, you're a marketer, I'm a marketer, mm -hmm. we do this stuff all the time because you know it's a little ping to that person. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, they've never heard of you, it's but like a maybe, tip of the hat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a tip of the hat. That's a good way to mm -hmm. put it. Endorse the skills mm -hmm. right on LinkedIn, tip of the hat. And uh, that's great for driving interactions between people, um, but the problem is that you skew all of your own data, right? Right. And for us, that is, uh, you know, kind of key to trust, mm -hmm. right? Which is what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's not so much a matter of, 
can you verify this person? Like, do they have we contacted the college and you know ensured that they have the credentials that they have? It's more of a question of like, do you trust that they're telling the truth about right. who they are, what they're capable of doing, etc. Right? Mm -hmm. And so part of it is just peer-to-peer -peer validation that's preemptive, mm -hmm. and part of it is the threat of a bad review. Right? If you're, right. for example, okay. we mentioned Kivit, right? He's, a, he's an awesome yeah. guitar player. He's an awesome guitar teacher. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He went to Berkeley School of Music. Right? He's very technical right. in his understanding Extremely of music. intelligent. Um, there's like 30 people in Portland on our platform that have guitar listed, right? So how does Kivit stand out? Well, one, right. he has a bunch of other skills, right? So the more skills right. you add, the higher you rank. And then two, we're going to be implementing the features that allow you to endorse. Mm -hmm. And he's someone that's going to get a lot of endorsements. Right. There's a lot of people on the platform that know him. Um, the founders all know him. You know, we can verify. And, uh, okay, so I am just somebody looking for guitar lessons. I pull Kivit out of a hat, or say I pull somebody else before Kivit. Mm -hmm. I find that they're not as good, and then I end up pulling Kivit out of the hat. I'm writing reviews theoretically as I'm going along. So the yep. first guy, I'm like, yeah, okay, he was fine, but I'd give him like a seven out of ten. And then I come up with Kivit, I'm like, wow, this guy's a wealth of knowledge. You know, I found out that he graduated Berkeley, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera, which would then bump him higher on the list, totally. making him more of an authority in this world, so to speak. Okay, cool. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other variables as well. Um, I'm not gonna get that deep into it, so one third of our founding team is uh, Nick Bucalaris, and he's committed to data science and analytics. Okay. And right now, he's focusing heavily on machine learning algorithms for us, so in part, that'll deal with some of the uh, search issues, right, when it comes to like, mm -hmm. how many messages have this person sent, um, how many messages have they responded to, how quickly have they responded to messages. These are all variables. You know that go into ranking as well because our goal isn't just to connect you with like the absolute best person for guitar our goal is to connect you with someone who can solve your problem right okay and part of that could be the time frame part of it could be location part of mm -hmm. it could be um, how many people that uh, they've interacted with before these are all variables that go into having a good interaction with somebody else right because like you know if they're down the block from you that just might be like that might could lower be. your barrier to having an interaction with that right. person Versus, they might not be as good as Kivit, but they're down the block from yeah. you, and like that makes it a lot easier than maybe they charge less because of that too. Right, so like we meet up in my spare time. Cool. Yeah. And instead of having to travel across town, now you have something that the access has been open to you. The the barrier to entry, I guess, is a little bit is a little bit smaller. That's yep. really cool. And uh, how how are you gaining from this? It, it, just creating the platform ads like what are you putting ads on this like uh, so we're not putting ads on this no we, we have a couple different monetization models the one that we're implementing right now that we're actually working on uh, this week we're using stripe for our payment processing awesome startup um, uh, is just taking a booking fee right so mm -hmm. it, you can do a trade uh, you can meet up with someone for free okay so I have a skill you have a skill yep. we can meet up and just exchange what we know right yep um, because uh, Facebook keeps bugging me, and it's funny because it's after I like skill sesh that I started getting uh, fed these. Uh, the, your competition, what is it? Uh, there's there's a there's a website out there that is there's no money involved, and it's only trading skills. Oh, um, we're talking about Simbi. Simbi, yeah, and, yeah, I, and I didn't know what the hell that was. So there is money involved, but it's made up money. It's Simbi. Okay, so, so it's, it's their not own just currency. Yeah, like, not, yeah, you can trade, but their big thing, they're, what they're trying to push is not using the dollar, but just using this made up currency called right. Simbi, right? It's like getting people away from money. And I, th I think it's really interesting, and we are learning some things from them, but the nice thing about our strategy is like, Simbi can just be a feature on our platform. Right. They can't reverse and say, oh, now we're gonna allow money, so all of you freelancers yeah, you, that you, are- You can make up your, you can make up Simbi whatever, like, and then use the, uh, your own currency online, yeah. and then integrate that, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know what it was, I didn't click it. Honestly, I had met you, and I'm kind of a loyalty guy. I was like, I'm oh, sure, man. I'm yeah. gonna, I put my hat in this sure. one already. But like, I poked around, and I was like, what the hell is this? And yeah. I saw it coming up, it was, I think they were, their, their, their platform is 
get a haircut in exchange for your graphic design skills. Totally, yeah. And I was uh, it's like, okay, that's fine. No. <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I view them as a great source of education, though, and inspiration, right? So part of our platform depends on the idea that people want to make exchanges, right? You want to meet up with someone else. You want to be able to trade. You want to be able to, like, utilize the skills of the people around you. But right. another part is, like, we want freelancers that are used to making transactions, that are used to delivering a quality experience, that are used to getting paid $50, $80 an hour. Right. But they can deliver, right? Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes you need someone, you know, to, like, casually help you learn that guitar song, but mm -hmm. sometimes you need someone to, like, really teach you how to do chords properly. Right. And, yeah. you know, when you're serious about learning something, you want to, you know, just pay the money for a professional. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we want to be able to incentivize high-level talent as well, mm -hmm. and money's the best way to do it. Yeah. And there's no reason to cut that out, right? You can trade if you want to trade. Right. But if you want to get paid for your for your experience, you should be able to do so. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with that. Cool. Um, with that being said, you, you got a you, you got one a uh, last piece, a uh, last word that you want to throwing some. Yeah, we're, we're gonna wrap up. Like you're more than welcome to hang out for a minute. This is cool, but we're trying to keep the actual what we make people listen to on the shorter end. So I guess help with thought, CEO. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for chatting. Uh, it's been a really cool conversation. Give me this platform to explain our platform. But yeah, it's helpwith.co. The big question is, what do you need help with? We can find the answer together through a community marketplace. Thanks, guys. You can sign up now, uh, open beta. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 podcast, la, la, la. IRL Radio is brought to you by Treehouse Stickers. Get your full color custom vinyl stickers the easy way. Upload your file today at treehousestickers.com.